0: Like all navigational tools in the 21st century, I fit right in your pocket. I'm a life coach in your pocket. Happy listening. Hey, everyone, welcome back to another episode of Life Coach in Your Pocket with me, your certified life coach, Rachel Bailey. I have with me an awesome, amazing guest today. Her name is Lori Donica and she supports and empowers women who feel lonely or disconnected, and she helps them to rediscover their authentic selves and to use their voice to create the life that they deserve and desire. Welcome, Lori. Hey.
1: Hi, Rachel. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. I love the opportunity.
0: You're very welcome. I'm so glad that we could do this. This is going to be fun. So, um, Lori, I see in your bio, kind of the first thing that jumps out at me is that you empower women who feel lonely and disconnected. And, you know, knowing what I know about coaching and about branding is that we usually coach who we were, right, in a former version of ourselves. Was there ever a time in your life where you felt lonely and disconnected?
1: Oh, definitely. Probably first time I'm now aware of it was probably around that that 10 to 12 age range. Mm -hmm. That's when my parents were splitting up. So, yeah, I didn't really know what was going on. And every time I asked a question, they wouldn't answer me. Yeah. It's like, okay. Um, Yeah, so I didn't really... I didn't really feel like I was important enough to answer and I didn't feel like I was really being heard. So yeah. eventually I just stopped asking and just shut that part of me down.
0: Yeah. I could only imagine how isolating that would feel that your parents are splitting up and you have questions that aren't being answered. And yeah, that's a difficult spot to be in. And you felt, you said you felt unheard when you kept asking questions like that and you weren't being met with valid answers feeling unheard for that long what did that do how did that negatively impact you
1: well basically i i ended up shutting myself completely down not just my voice but all of me mm-hmm. so i didn't i lost who i was i mean that's that 10 to 12 is that's kind of the where you're trying to figure yourself out, and I could, I didn't, I didn't have that opportunity because I just literally shot myself down. So, um, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't a fun time. Mm. I really did. I really truly isolated myself, and that curious, that curious little girl just kind of died inside.
0: Yeah. When you say. That you shut down. I have a pretty good understanding of that as a coach. How what that means and what that looks like. Could you tell our audience what is your definition of shutting down? What does that mean? What what happened?
1: Well, shutting. Sh- I shut myself down in in a lot of different ways, and uh, I just literally stopped asking questions. Mm-hmm. I wasn't getting any answers anyways so i was really feeling quite quite rejected mm-hmm. that that what i had to say wasn't important so i just stopped i stopped asking i stopped expressing myself i shut down who i yeah i like i said i shut down that little girl inside and just buried her
0: yeah that happening at such a young age and you shutting down and isolating yourself and not speaking up anymore, how did that continue to negatively impact you moving forward?
1: Well, basically from then on, I just, I did what I was, what was expected of me, what I was told to do, you know, follow the, you know, follow the path. You, you finish high school, you, you, you go to college and university, you get married and have kids and, and you, you work you work a job nine to five and, and sixty five you retire and enjoy your life and you know, so that was the path that I ended up on was that path. And was it was it- not very satisfying, but I didn't realize it at the time.
0: Yeah, you were just that was just what you did. You didn't really question it. Was there ever a time though where you Did question it that you thought maybe just because this is what's expected doesn't mean it's fulfilling for me? I mean, was there ever a time that you had doubts about following that that plan?
1: Uh, Sure, I did. Yeah, there was a couple of times. The first time I really remember is I was um, graduating from university and. I didn't I just said I'm going to travel. I'm going to Europe. I just told people. Mm-hmm. I told the, told, told the man I was dating at the time I'm going. I told my mom I was going. Neither of them were happy about it. But I said, it's too late. I already booked a flight. I'm going. Yeah. And I went. And that, for me, was very empowering. hmm Because I didn't ask the question. I just literally used my voice and said, this is what I'm doing because this is what I want to do. Yeah. And it was the best. I mean, it was a fantastic three weeks.
0: <laughs> That's great. <laughs> so you had glimpses of using your voice, speaking up and being your true self. I did. Okay. But for it sounds like for the most part, those were like the glimpses, the moments, the sparkling, shining hours. But most of the time you were, what would you say? Like,
1: not yourself well I didn't know who I was anymore Hmm. like I really didn't know who the true Lori was I had no idea anymore because I'd been shaped by just doing everything that everybody expected of me to do I mean another really good example is the day the day that I was getting married Mm -hmm. I mean that's what I was supposed to do supposed to get married have kids well I was the limo was in the parking lot at the church And my mom, my mom got out, opened the door and said, and I said, and I sat there and I'm going, I'm not getting out. I don't want to do this. Mm. Wow. I was adamant. I said, no, I'm not doing this. And my mom said, yes, you are. There's a hundred people in the church waiting. Get out of the car.
0: Oh my gosh. I'm, that felt like a, a punch to the stomach and it's not even my memory. Just being there with you and feeling that pressure but your intuition was telling you like this isn't right this isn't the right person this isn't the right time something's not right here
1: yeah but I got out of the car because that's what was expected of me to do so I got out of the car
0: yeah
1: and I look at the wedding pictures now and the that smile was not real
0: yeah because
1: deep inside deep down inside a part uh, another part of me died wow because i was not heard again
0: yeah so you really felt like you were just kind of doing what was expected of you but you at that time you didn't even really know who you were what what Lori wanted you just knew i don't want this
1: Right. I didn't know what I wanted. I just know what I didn't want.
0: Yeah. Okay. And going through the motions like that, I mean, what? when was the breaking point for you where you were like, I, I need to find out who I am. I need support. I'm unhappy. Kind of like tell me more about when things started to shift for you.
1: Well, I mean, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a golfer avid golfer love it it's one of my favorite things to do and it was one of the thing when i was doing that that was when i was happy Mm. you know i was hanging out with friends who had common interests we were having fun i was doing something i loved outdoors so i wanted to keep doing it but i was letting the other part of my life start to interfere with it and i was becoming an angry golfer and golf truly is a reflection of life in general so how i was on the golf course was how i was what i was hiding at home and i came across this this class where actually where i met you for the very first time it was around golf and mindset and i started taking those tools that i learned in that class and applying them to my golf game not realizing how it was going to affect everything else so, my golf game completely changed. I was having fun. I dropped my handicap, I was playing better. I enjoyed the game again, and it got to the point where I got so good that i was I was willing to take a chance on entering a club championship, and I ended up winning it for the very for the very first time I went in it and then I won it.
0: Ah, that's amazing. I just yeah. want to clarify because uh, you, we, you were like, oh, that's where I met you, Rachel. To clarify, I do not golf. <laughs> this is not something that I do. No,
1: no, it's just, <laughs> no. I did not mean. It. I met her on the this. The it was a golf mindset class, and Rachel was my coach.
0: I was the mindset piece. I was not the uh the golf expert by any means.
1: <laughs> yeah, but you no. learned
0: some mindset tips, and then you applied them to golf. And then did you, um, how did that affect your handicap in golf? What happened after this
1: class? Um, Well, my handicap dropped seven or eight points in a couple of months, which is really hard to do even over a season. So, and then the next season it dropped again to the point where it had dropped like 11 points altogether. And I was just having so much fun. And then I ended up having the confidence to go into long drive. And now using that golf mindset and all the things that I've learned since is now I am the 60 plus women's world champ.
0: That is amazing. Oh my gosh, Lori, that is phenomenal. Incredible. Wow. So you learned some mindset tips. You applied them to golf. Obviously your golf game improved. To the point where you couldn't deny, like, there's something to this mindset stuff. Okay.
1: Absolutely.
0: Now, I know that you've done a lot of sense more work, right? And the mindset has impacted probably every area of your life. Tell me more about it's impacting your golf game. You're like, there's something to this. What happened next? Like when, when did you make the decision that I'm going to learn more about this mindset stuff?
1: It was actually shortly after I won that club championship. And going like, they're really like when I reflected back, going like, how did I do that? Oh, change my mindset. I, I still my skills weren't any better. Mm-hmm. Still the same golfer. It was what was the was the five to four inches, five inches between my ears, right. That changed. So I started applying the mindset tools to other areas of my life and realizing I needed more support and a little more work. So I started doing more of this work, and my life is completely different. I don't even know who I was. I don't know that person. Yeah. That was two years ago. I have no idea who that person is anymore. That person doesn't exist. I'm (laughs) still physical, I'm still me, but I am more me. Right. I know who I am and where I'm going and what I want, and I'm not afraid to ask for it anymore.
0: It's amazing. Like the testimonial is giving me chills because it's hard to describe even how transformative coaching is, mindset work, personal growth, whatever word you want to throw on it and label it as. It's hard to describe what someone can gain from it until you hear testimonies like this one where you're like, I don't even recognize who I was three years ago. Like I'm a different person. What's I think probably what our listeners are dying to know right now is like what mindset tips, (laughs) what did you learn? What are you doing? How did you find your voice? How did you find yourself? And I know it's hard to articulate that on a, in a journey that's taken three years. But give us like one thing, two things. Like what, what was really the thing that started to support you with shifting your mindset? Uh,
1: the main thing was learning how to communicate. And understanding why why I said the things I said, why I heard things the way I heard. So it was. It's this thing. It's a communication model that I learned, and by because of the way you grow up, you have these you get these blocks and these these filters We we can call them filters. The blocks of, and you only hear the message that you're willing to receive. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't when I started to clean up all my my limiting beliefs and what I believed about myself and what talking communication was and what a voice was, when I started to clean up all that negative stuff, then I realized I really do know how to ask the questions that I want. Mm -hmm. And now I have the courage to ask those questions, use my voice so that, yeah, and I'm okay with the answers if it's no or Mm -hmm. not now, or even if I don't like the answer, I still ask the question. And I and it doesn't scare me off anymore. Yeah. Because if you don't ask the question, you'll never get, you'll never know the answer and you'll never get what you want if you don't ask the questions. And that was the hardest thing for me to learn and do. But I did it because now I love myself enough to do that for me. It's not for anybody else anymore. It's just for me.
0: Amazing. So I'm hearing so many things like, okay, my brain is going so fast. I want to take it back to communication model just for a second and give an example, because man, we could teach communication model for two hours, but we won't. I want to just use an example (laughs) before you did any coaching at all, before you did any mindset work, when you heard no before what did that represent to you? What did you interpret "no"
1: as? Uh, I ter- I interpret "no" as that it wasn't meant for me. Okay. And that I didn't uh, that I didn't have I didn't have a say in what I wanted.
0: Okay, so this isn't meant for me. I don't have a say. And then what did yeah. you take it to mean about yourself that it wasn't meant for you, that you don't have a say?
1: Um, well, ba- I started feeling um, obligated to others rather than myself. So I was doing everything for everybody else and forgetting about me. So I completely lost myself. And yeah. I just... And I shut down all all the little parts of me, shut it all down and just didn't ask. I'm hearing,
0: you can correct this if this isn't right, that you didn't matter.
1: Yeah, I wasn't important, didn't matter. That okay. didn't matter what I, didn't matter what I said, it wasn't going to be good enough anyways so i just stopped
0: okay so before you learned anything about coaching a no represented i'm not important i don't matter i'm not good enough i don't have any any say here right after doing the work, and we call it like cleaning the filters of the communication model, because the communication model is your lens on the world. And if the lens is dirty, then everything you receive is going to be dirty. But after doing all the work and cleaning up your filters, now what does a no represent? When you hear no, what does it represent?
1: Um, it just it represents that it means it's, it's um, no for them. It's not mm-hmm. a no for me. I can go elsewhere and ask the questions or I can go and do it My do it anyways.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: So it's so my choice. My choice, my voice. I get to use my voice to make my choices.
0: Love that. So before a no represented that I don't have a say and now a no represents whatever I'm still going to find a way to have choice and voice in my life yeah that is I think the most brilliant succinct way that we could explain communication model because it's your interpretation of the words that change the words are the same no is still a no three years ago and today but it's the meaning it's the interpretation it's the story it's what do i take it to mean about myself that has changed for you over the last three years
1: yeah like i don't i don't i don't care whether it's a no or a yes i still ask the question yeah i'm asking now for what i need and what i want And just because one person says no doesn't mean somebody else is going to say no. So just keep asking until you get it or some form of it. Just keep asking.
0: Oh, so good. Yes. Okay. So let's say hypothetically, I have a listener that's listening and they don't speak up. They're scared to use their voice um, for whatever reason. What is, what is the first step to finding their voice, using their voice, growing their comfort zone?
1: Um, let's see. I mean, start with something small. Don't don't ask for the world. First time you ask the question, ask for something small. Could be, you know, um, I can't even think of an example off the top of my head. Something that you something that you want to do, something they want to change something up, like a routine or something, and you know if it's a spouse or a friend or you just say, How about we do how about we do this instead,
0: yeah, yeah, and see what happens
1: and see what happens, and you know if they say yes, whoa, aren't you glad you asked the question. <laughs> because they may because chances the one thing i've learned is that chances are the question you have is the exact question that they have they just don't have the courage yet to ask Hmm. so if you have just take that one baby step and ask something small and it builds and then your courage and your confidence and everything just builds and builds and gets better and better and then i mean now i mean i ask for the world (laughs) yeah I love that that's awesome when I finally did take the steps to truly ask for what I wanted like deep down what I wanted I got exactly what I wanted I'm living my life now exactly how I want to live it wow you know I always wanted to travel I mean I did take that trip to Europe but then Mm -hmm. I stopped doing that but now I've traveled across Canada and the United States twice in the last two years. I've been to Spain, I'm heading to Mexico at the beginning of December, I'm heading to Kenya in January. and and I'm doing exactly what I wanna do now. Because I made the choice to ask those questions when I finally cleaned things up inside of me.
0: Wow. That's so amazing. So you went from literally a young girl that didn't know who she was that didn't speak up that just did what was dictated to her her whole entire life to now you're living your dream and no one's going to stop you. That's right. <laughs> That's- <laughs> what's, the, what's the first step? How do I get from, I don't know who I am to I love everything about myself.
1: Like, you have to be willing to look inside yourself and do and do the do the work Mean Mm -hmm. getting some coaching um find a support system that that does listen when you say some when you say something when you ask something you everybody's got that person just find Mm -hmm. that person and be willing to put yourself out there and ask that question ask the questions that you want and use that voice of yours it's there yeah you're never going to get what you want if you don't ask and everybody deserves to live the life that they want and that they desire everybody deserves that
0: so good one thing I heard in there was get a coach you know because everybody hires a coach for a different reason. And it sounds like one of your reasons, Lori, was to be heard, to have somebody listen to you, to have somebody encourage your ideas, to have people in your corner saying, that's a great idea. Why not? And
1: as far as I'm
0: hearing, you never had that before coaching.
1: No, I didn't. I never felt like I was supported in any way. Wow. Wow. And now I feel that in, in all areas of my life. My relationship with my kids is better. My relationship with my grandkids is amazing. I got out of an emotionally abusive marriage because I asked for what I wanted.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And what I needed. And when he couldn't provide it, I left. Yeah. And I truly have discovered how much I love myself. I used to hate myself, deep down hate, right to the core. That's a strong... That still actually... That that still brings up emotions about that, because I just... Nobody deserves to live like that. Nobody.
0: Yeah.
1: And by using my... Starting to use my voice, asking, communicating what i needed and what i wanted that whole has changed i love myself more than i ever love myself
0: wow that's so powerful i'm getting emotional cuz i just feel like there's so many people out there that have had that experience or that are currently living that experience where they don't love themselves and they don't even know what it means to love themselves. It's kind of one of those words that doesn't even make sense. But I think what I'm hearing you say is that when you truly love yourself, you you know what you're you know what you deserve in your life. You're not going to stay in an abusive relationship because you know that you deserve better. You're going to Ask for the things that you want. You're going to do the things that you love because you know that you're worth it.
1: Yeah. And I, everybody deserves the best, their best life to live their best life. They really do. And mm-hmm. when I started to shift my mindset and what I thought and believed about myself, like I was, when my mom told me to get out, I felt weak. Like there, we didn't have a choice. And now I'm strong and I have choices. Yeah. Everything is a choice. And I get to choose.
0: Heck yeah. The
1: path that I go on. And it, it, I mean, it changes. Path changes. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. Because if there's two, if there's a path to the left and a path to the right, you get to choose. I get to choose now which one. And if I go to the left and I don't like it, well, I can turn right. Right. I can change the direction. Everything is a choice. That's Everything so cool. is a choice. So good. I chose I chose as a little girl to be quiet because I didn't feel heard, loved, listened to, important. All those things we said earlier. Yeah. And I let other people make the choices for me.
0: Right. And then you came into life coaching as a client, like so many life coaches, right? We first start out as clients and'm like, "Wow, this is actually really cool what um what shifted in you from client to coach i mean where where did you get the idea that I want to do this, I want to help other people?
1: Well, it actually started in March of twenty twenty one I was doing my own Well, I had a coach Mm -hmm. and we were doing what we call a a breakthrough process. And partway through, she said, you you know what? Your intuition is amazing. I really think you should be like, you'd make a great coach.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. And I went, no, what? I didn't know what she was talking about. I'm like, no. And so she goes, just think about it. I didn't. I just dismissed it. That was my choice. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, the very last session, she said it again. And I went, there's got to be something to this because she wouldn't say that because I felt so loved and supported in her that I was going, maybe there is something to this. Yeah. And I will. I had a dream that night that I was coaching a person, an older gentleman still have no idea who it is. <laughs> no idea. Woke up in the morning and went, I called her and said, what do I got to do? <laughs> I want to try this out. I think I think you're right because you wouldn't have said it twice. And you know, two months later, I got involved with getting trained and certified. And now I'm now I'm a fully master certified life coach, voice. Let's be seen, heard, voice coach. Now I'm not going to teach you how to sing. <laughs> spot, I can't sing.
0: Yeah, kind of voice. <laughs> I'm not that Talk kind
1: of voice. voice. I'm not that. I'm not that kind of voice. <laughs> And and I truly feel now that I have a, there's a purpose in my life. Mm. And I'm the one that's in control. I'm the one that's asking the questions. I'm feeling heard. and I want every woman in the world to feel that same way and love themselves enough to ask for what they need and want so they can live the life that they deserve and desire every woman in the world deserves that yeah I, I mean men do too but my audience I'm
0: yeah you're a, a coach for women who want to use their yes life. so how yeah. can if I have women listening they're like yes Lori you're the coach for me how do they get in contact with you
1: well, I do have a, I have a couple of Facebook pages. I have my own personal one. Which you can look under Lori Donica, D-A-N-E-C-K-E. And also um, I have one for, it's called Impact Your Life Coaching.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I have okay. both of those. And also I have, I mean, I can make, I can give you a, a link. I can give you a link, Rachel, where they can uh, get on a uh, 45 minute to a one hour call just to see if it's something that they want to talk to me more about.
0: Okay, fantastic. Is this? how much is this call? That how much is this call?
1: Absolutely free.
0: Okay, fantastic. So I will put your website and your calendar link where they can book a call.
1: And it's not a website. I don't. I don't have a website, Rachel. Sorry.
0: Oh, what's <laughs> impact your? Co- I misunderstood you then. What's impact your coaching?
1: Yeah, impact your life coaching is also is my uh, is my coaching Facebook page.
0: Oh, it's a Facebook page. Oh, okay. Yeah. Same different. Yeah. I will put that in the show notes. Okay. along with your calendar link. Yeah. So they can get in contact with you.
1: Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Unless, you know, and know on that call that you're going to be heard. Mm-hmm. So come with your questions and it's a safe place to use your voice. It's a place. It's where to start. It's that first baby step. A leap of faith, as they say.
0: That's so good. You're doing such important work, Glory. I mean, I really. Thank you. You have such a clear niche and such a clear mission and, and passion and purpose. And I just, I thank you for what you're doing because it's so needed.
1: Yeah. It definitely is. Because I know if I had this way back when. My life would be completely. Well. It would it would have been in a, a different trajectory. Yeah. I'm grateful for what I have, because if I hadn't gone down that path, I wouldn't have my two boys. I wouldn't have my two grandsons with another one on the way. I wouldn't have the connection. I wouldn't be living where I'm living since I wanted to live in British Columbia since I was 12 years old. And <laughs> I'm now at eight. I'm 61 now. I moved here when I was 60 anything true if I can do that anybody can do it yes just have to ask just have to ask yeah
0: so good dream big dream big yay well on that note dream big everybody thank you so much Lori for being on the podcast today we really appreciate it
1: I really do appreciate this opportunity Rachel and uh yeah You, you were one of the ones that started it all for me I appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you.
0: Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Life Coach in Your Pocket. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, or if you're looking to get involved in one of my coaching programs, you can reach me directly at CoachRachelBailey.com. Thanks for listening.